Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 151 of the Geek Out Show. I'm your host, Gil. <laughs> I just fucked up a little bit. Uh, and I'm here with my co-host. We got Juan. Hey, guys. What's up? And there's a dildo going off in the background with Juan. And we got Matt. Hey, everybody. It's Major Action coming at you. Look, you heard that? What I do on my <laughs> own time is none of y'all business. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, anyways, just... anyways, Juan, we haven't heard from you in a long time because you haven't been on about two weeks or three weeks now. Can't remember, uh, to be honest. I uh, for... wasn't on last week because I was at WrestleMania or watching WrestleMania. Did you guys record the week before that, Easter? We did not. We took that off. So, okay, so okay. you missed one week. How's your past two weeks been then? Uh, it's been good. No complaints. Uh, I mean, even though I wasn't on here, we still did uh, what's the issue. So uh, people kind of caught up with my goings on there. Just the day-to-day shit, uh, running the comic book store, you know, same old. Okay, and <laughs> Matt, what about you? How's your last week been? Uh, it's been pretty good, you know, just working and um, we headed out to San Francisco today with the family and, and uh, just did a little hike and went visited the beach. It was a nice day. So uh, not much. What about you, Gil? Haven't really been doing much, man, to be honest. Um, you know, just work, same old bullshit, just hung out with the family. We did some nachos. We did like a little nacho party thing yesterday that Leilani wanted to try out. We... Fucked it up. I'm not gonna lie. I fucked it up. It wasn't Leilani. It was my fuck up. So I read one fucked recipe. Fucked it up in the sense that you ate it all, or fucked it up that you tasted bad. Oh no no no! That it, I I literally fucked it up, and we had to throw away the cheese, um, or at least the first initial batch of fucking cheese. So we had to go at it a second time. <laughs> I messed up. I tried to follow one recipe. I screwed it up. Had to throw it all the way. And uh, second time was a charm. Uh, it came out better. But uh, yeah, so I won't get too much more into that. Let's go ahead and get into comic books. One thing that me and Jade wanted to do a little bit different, rather than just talking about pickups and what we got, we'd like to talk about what we read. So I guess it's going to switch over to what we read rather than, you know, comic book pickups. So Matt, what have you been reading? I have been uh, reading the sword book from Marvel. Uh, it's been interesting. It's tying in with King of Black. Uh, Manifold is one of like the main characters it's following, and uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, that's that's pretty much been about it. I haven't really had much time. Oh, and Invincible. I went went back and was starting to read uh, some of the um, uh, issues from Volume Four of the of the hardcover. So um, I'm up to about issue 44 or something, 45. So just a little bit ahead of where the uh, where the series seems to be taking it right now. 
What about you, Juan? What what have you been into? I mean, having the store, I have to read a lot of shit every week uh, just to keep up on all the news. Um, so I guess I'll just stick to stuff that I look forward to reading as opposed to stuff that I have to read just to keep informed and wouldn't read otherwise. What came out this week? Was King in Black this week or last week? I think it was last week. Uh, it was last week, yeah. Uh, what came out this week? Uh, oh, Batman Detective. I read that and it was cool. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, Bruce Wayne goes off to the UK. Um, we got a new first appearance of Squire, a new Squire. What was a big book that came out this week that everybody wanted? Uh, Joker 2 was interesting. Um... I am completely drawing a blank on what came out. There was a major book. Gil, go go with what you read, and I'll think about what <laughs> it was I read this week. Yeah, no problem. So I've been reading. Uh, I got the companion pieces for Godzilla versus Kong, and uh, they kind of like fill in the gap a little bit, and it gives you a little bit more background. Uh, so I've been reading the Kong one, and like there's a unit that they put together of uh, the Air Force people and i think i'm not 100 percent sure i think they're actually the ones that fly them over to antarctica i'm not 100 percent sure but they introduced um like this big giant huge bat creature and that's like the one that we were kind of talking about uh matt like during the whole entire godzilla versus kong review so they dip into that i've just been dabbling with that a little bit i read venom 34 and um king black number five both you know, digitally, I need to go pick up the physicals from you, Juan. Uh, but dude, issue number 34 of, of uh, Venom, like the big takeaways from there is we have Flash Thompson coming back as a uh, symbiote dragon. But he's done up in his anti-Venom colors, so he's like mainly white with the black you know, sim- uh, Venom symbol on him. And he crashes into where his body is buried. And spoilers, but Flash Thompson is coming back and we're getting him back in comics as anti-agent venom uh which is pretty dope and then the omni force i think it's called if i'm not mistaken uh you know captain universe that fuses going to eddie brock we get the cosmic venom and he gets to choose the form that he wants to take and he comes back like the size of a fucking godzilla and he's like wreaking havoc and destroying like a bunch of the other symbiote dragons and whatnot and then like the cosmic force fully takes over him and then he has like basically normal size and uh he looks like he has like the space little dots and whatever all all over him he has like blue and orange different energy like things flowing through him and his eyes glow his chest symbol glows um he takes thor's hammer molnir and surfer's surfboard which is he's using as a sword which i had no idea surfer could do that anyways venom takes both of those from them fuses them to make this badass Venom battle axe and fucking fucks up uh, Noel, rips off his, like, his darkness or whatever the fuck that he's wearing, chops off a Celestial's head, like, in one blow, and throws Venom into, uh, Venom, sorry, throws Noel into the sun, where I don't think he's dead. I think he might come back one day, but who knows? Um, and then the Omniforce leaves Eddie Brock and you know, Eddie Brock gets the Venom symbiote back at the very end. So, yo, that whole entire event has been crazy, and I loved it. I got to say, like, 
I'd give it like an eight out of ten for King and Black. Yeah, definitely read that shit. Juan, do you remember the book that you were talking about or no? Thor. It was the, it was the Thor? last Yeah, it was the last uh issue with the Donald Blake storyline. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That's where they have finally you been face off. Thor right? or anything? Uh I have not kept up with like the last two issues, but this is the one where they like finally face off, where right? Thor's spirit is in the destroyer armor and they all go up against uh uh Donald Blake. Yeah, that's what it is. It was good. It was a good finale. You find out what happens at the end. No, I won't spoil it for anybody that hasn't read it yet. But it, it was a good ending. Go ahead, spoil it. I, I, I'm fine with it being spoiler. Matt, are you okay no. with it or no? Go for it. So basically, they bring back Odin. And Odin obviously hasn't been king of Asgard since uh, War of the Realms. Thor is king. Um, so basically... Odin at the end is going to kill Donald Blake. And Thor goes, look, you have no power over here anymore. Go go, go back to the fucking place that you were at. You don't rule. I'll deal with him. Then he asks Loki, like, what should I do with him? So Loki goes, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it, brother. Um, so basically, at the end, uh, you're in this big, giant, like, pit. And Donald Blake strapped to a table, and there's a giant like snake, just dripping venom on his face. Uh, and Loki goes, "You know, you're gonna be in here for the rest of your life. I bestow to you, like I renounce the uh, God of Lies title, and now it belongs to you. Uh, may you rule forever." And then closes the door and walks away. Damn. Okay, so he just left him to suffer for eternity then. Pretty much. Um, but as always, kind of leaves it open that he could always escape and and cause havoc like later on. That's one thing that they keep on doing is like uh, stashing away the villains for later on. Which, I mean, I, I, that's one thing that I always hated, like, let's say about the movies. You know, when they kill the, a, a villain off, you know, it's like, well... You know, in the comics, they never really die. They usually just go to jail and stuff. And they never leave it open for them to come back. That's why, like, let's say uh, Tommy Lee Jones in, uh, what was it, Batman Forever, everyone's like, oh, well, he dies at the end. But then in uh, the next movie, his suit's at Arkham Asylum. So obviously, he didn't die. And he's in jail. But they just never show Tommy Lee Jones in that movie. Because why else would his suit be in Arkham if he died? Right? True, true, yeah. Right. So, uh, uh, you know, stuff like that. Like, uh, even like Jack Nicholson dying at the end of the first Batman. It's like, eh, you know, there's never never a possibility for a sequel with the same character. That's one thing that definitely bums me out when they get rid of them. Especially when they're good. When they're shitty, yeah. it's fine to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if that's it for everybody, let's go ahead and get into comic book news. Juan, take it away. This book sucks. Where do all Spider-Man's webs go? Do you think the Human Torch frames on during sex? Is this in mint condition? Reboot? Time travel? Again? Yeah, I want to read that, but I'm away from the trade. Look, another Batman book! No one stays dead except for Uncle Ben. Alright, so since I wasn't here last week when you recorded... 
and I talked to you guys and you didn't report it, but we have a new world record when it comes to the most expensive comic book ever sold. So everybody, you know, knows that Action Comics number one is the first appearance of um, Superman. And usually, well, I mean, for a really long time, that's always been the book that just is top of the food chain when it comes to sales, more sought after, you know, grail. It's basically on everybody's grail list, pretty much, even if you're a Superman fan or not. Like, I'm sure everybody wants, would love to have, own a copy. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head what the prior sale was, but I want to say it was about... Three million, or just short of three million dollars, um, and I believe that was Nick Cage's copy that sold. I think five or six years ago, after they found it uh, in someone's public storage after it had been stolen, he sold it off. Anyways, this week, a copy of Action Comics that was CGC graded eight and a half sold for a record of three point two five million dollars. God damn. What do you think the cap could be on that comic? Uh, at the highest grade? I believe there's a 9.8 out there. Or really? 9.6. I want to say Nick Shit. Cage's copy was that high. Um, I, it, it was a pretty high copy. Like I said, I don't remember. And again, he sold it a few years ago. And as we know, everything right now, the market is extremely hot with everything and some things are going a little higher than they should be but let me see if i can find it really quick um cgc census i wonder what the price Um, would be on that 9.8 maybe you think like 4 million 4.5 so yeah it would probably be higher like that my comic shop and i don't know how uh how up to date this is Supposedly, there's two nine fours that have been restored, and there's two nines, two nine point ohs that are uh, in that condition and one restored. So I don't know if Nick Cage's was restored or not, um, but I could have sworn that his was at least a nine. So I don't know um, if one of these nine point ohs is Nick Cage's. Imagine owning Nick Cage's. <laughs> wonder if that'd make it go up in value at all. <laughs> if you signed it on the cover <laughs> or on the plastic. Like, hey, man. Uh, so I just looked it up. Uh, Nick Cage's uh, sold for $2.1 million. And this was, when was this? Back in 2012. It does not say what grade his is, though. But yeah, I mean, 2.1, and that was what, uh, eight years ago, just about? And now it's over three, so gone up a million bucks in, in, in a decade or so. I'd say that's a healthy investment, right? Yes, Juan, I agree. Yeah, Juan, you're right. <laughs> I would definitely invest in that. Thanks, guys. Uh, 100%, um, 100% I would. <laughs> Um, moving I on. wouldn't because I'd forget I had it, and then it, and then it'd just be sitting in my long box till it depreciated in value. I, I was gonna. Say, I don't think it's gonna depreciate. It <laughs> never, there's some that. things that would never depreciate, and I feel like if you did have, 
I say this about like my Amazing Fantasy 15 that I have. Whatever the value is for it right now, if I were ever to sell it, I would tack on like another 10 to 20% just for future value because that book is never going to go down. It's only ever going to go up. And something like Action Comics, which is way rarer than, let's say, an Amazing Fantasy 15, obviously it's only ever going to, you know, keep going up. Exactly. It's not going to go down that. Like, fucking, you can forget all about it, and it's only going to help you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying just trying to now, find one would probably be lucky lucky enough, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, For a yeah, decent yeah. price. You could be like one of those guys, like, I think this was back, like, maybe five or six years ago. Some guy either bought a house or was remodeling his house, uh, and they broke a wall, and he found an action comics and some other uh, Superman comics in the wall. What uh, in the fuck? Because back in the day, they, instead of having insulation, they would just stuff newspapers and papers in the walls for insulation. It was cheap insulation. So Dude, what the fuck? He found an action comics. Uh, obviously, it was raw. Uh, I think they had, you know, graded it at like, well, he didn't get it graded, but they, people speculated that it was like a five or a six. And the story goes that the mother-in-law, like, pulled the comic out of his hand and ripped the cover off of it. <laughs> Oh, I would have slapped that bitch. I would have slapped the shit out of her. I don't give a fuck. And depreciated the value by like half or something like that. Dude, what the fuck? Yes, it's very something that you would denounce uh, the mother-in-law for. But I mean, it's still free money. Obviously, you know, I think at that time they said he could have easily gotten like a million dollars. But instead he only got like half a million or like three quarters of a million dollars for it or something oh, like only, that. only, huh? <laughs> well, uh, when, you, when, you, yeah. that's, uh, when you have a, a nice cover that you, you know, you could have easily sold it for over a million dollars and something really idiotic and stupid happens like that. That's not your fault. You, you, you're going to be mad. Oh, big time. So what else we got, One, Just a couple of other things. Um, you were talking about uh, King in Black earlier. Uh, well, Gil, are you excited and ready for Extreme Carnage coming in July? Hell yeah, I am. Yeah? Um, yes, sir. What are you looking forward to it? Well, because like fir- I know that they're like short stories that are all like intertwined or whatnot. And I know like one of the first ones introduces uh, Scream and Agent Anti-Venom. So I'm all about that shit. Right. And then there's Toxin is coming back and there's Oh yeah. A new symbiote, right? Yeah, I forgot about the Toxin thing. Like the new host is a fucking kid. That was something else that I read uh digitally and I was like, what the fuck through uh dang it, it's Planet of Symbiotes number three. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the f-? he's like a ten year old kid. That that's pretty dope. And then uh, the mysterious one, right? There's there's a new symbiote introduced in that book, right? Yeah, I forgot what the name is, but yeah. But I'm all for it, man. More fucking okay. symbiotes, let's fucking do it. So you'll be picking that up for sure. Oh, Matt, yes. do you care? Um, I think I said last time that if I see it around, I'll probably pick it up. Like Gil oh, okay. was saying, like if uh, they connect, but they're all different stories. So, you know, I could pick up one here and there and see what I think about it. 
Are you a fan of the symbiotes? Uh, yeah, I've been picking hey, up whoa, the whole Venom whoa. run, so symbiotes, symbiote, symbiote. Get out of here. <laughs> I've uh, I've been picking up the whole Venom run uh, by Kate so far, so um, I've been trying to get most of the offshoots, but um, there's quite a bit, so we'll see. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, next up is something that I'm extremely excited about because I am totally on her jock, um, and as, as far as some of you guys are too. Marvel announced this week that Peach Momoko, uh, I believe in July, is going to have a set of variant covers uh, for that month. Uh, if you haven't seen them, um, they look amazing. Uh, they're going to be like white backgrounds and just like headshots of different characters. So I've seen like a Kid, Mar- a Kid Nova, a Groot, uh, I believe I saw a Spider-Girl, a Silk, a Spider-Woman, a Silk. Uh, and a few others. Have you guys uh, seen any of these covers yet? Yeah, I posted them over at the Geek Out Show um, because of you telling me about them. Uh, we have Green Goblin, Blade, Hulk, Captain Marvel, Daredevil, Shang-Chi, Wolverine, and Beta Ray Bill are just a couple of the other ones that you haven't mentioned. But okay, sign any... me up for a few of those. Okay, I was going to say, uh, any of them catch your eye so far? The exact one so far, Groot is fucking awesome. Blade, uh, the Sam Alexander Nova, I really love that one. Um, and Spider Gwen. Yeah, the Spider Gwen is really oh, beta. cute. Beta the Ray Captain Marvel one I like. Uh, I'm pretty sure Liz is going to like the Wolverine one. Matt, have you had a chance to look at these yet? Uh, no, I actually have not seen any of these in person yet, but um, or I haven't well, had a chance w- to look at them yet. Unless if you uh, travel in the future, so I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> well, my time machine's broken currently, so I haven't seen them in person. But um, no, I haven't had a chance to check them out yet. So okay, gotcha. I'm trying. I'm trying to cut back on comics, honestly. Well, that's okay. all for comic news. Uh, take it away, you. So collectibles pickups. What did we purchase? Let's see, Matt. What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you buy? All right. Well, this week was a little lighter than the last time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it wasn't my birthday, so I didn't get showered in gifts this time. Um, but I did receive a um, game of Death Gomez. So uh, he finally came in uh, off the wait list. He got converted and uh, was shipped. Really dope little figure. Uh, suit isn't as tight as I'd like it to be, but... Um, you know, if you're still interested in picking up one from me, let me know. Um, also, oh, I definitely. got the uh, 3-0 Dorohidoro Kaiman figure. He just came in the other day, too, and I did a little live unboxing the other day. And unfortunately, <laughs> I think I, uh, I think some of his little spikes broke off the other uh, when I was um, when the head popped off because you have to really stick that head in there to get it to like um, pop onto the joint. So like he kind of like took a little dive. Just right onto my table, oh, but no. those little those little spikes are very uh, sharp and very fragile. So some of them just got chipped off. It's nothing too crazy. You don't really see them from that angle too often, anyway. So no big deal. And then I also just got in a package from Comic Figure on Instagram, Eric, and he sent me um, some of his diorama rocks. So I'm probably going to do a live unboxing of those soon and uh, do a little picture setup with those. So look forward to that. So shout out to Los Vikings Collectibles and Comic Figure over there in Arizona. Uh, Gil, 
What'd you get? I was gonna, I was gonna say, Matt, you should join us on uh, Friday night, bro. Me and Detour Customs are gonna go live. I'm down. So yeah, join us. Um, oh wait, I probably lot. have to close. Never mind. Think about it. Think about it. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> uh, not a whole lot either, man. But what I lack in quantity, I make up for in quality. Bro, I got Mataro from Juan. You know, shout out to CFA. Dude, that's a fucking kick-ass figure, man. It really is. I fucking, I really like it. It's big, beefy. You know, the fact that it's a two-pack and it comes with the skeleton, I really enjoyed it. And I took a bunch of fucking pictures with it. And, uh, dude, I was able to to get it to balance on the back, too. Like, who's hella fucking easily? I was just like, boom, oh, shit. And then holding the skeleton one-handed. I know it's probably a little bit different when you did it, uh, you know, behind the camera. It's probably more difficult doing it that way. Um, but yeah, man, I really like it, and I hella forgot. I guess I pre-ordered a Diamond Select Hulk, the one that came out. I bought one from one uh, like a, a month ago, and then like another one showed up. But it's weird because it had a. Um, I don't know. I I must have fucked up because like when I selected, I guess when I checked out, it said my brother's name on it, but it showed up to like where I live, which is weird. Where'd you buy it from? Amazon. And I asked my brother, I was like, you, did you buy this for me? And he's like, nah. And I was like, I guess I wasn't paying attention when I checked out. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Because um, we, sh- we share uh, the account. But anyways, Juan, what'd you get? What did I get this week? I got my mustard uh, spawn-ins the other day. That I was surprised that they came in so fast. I think um, I ordered them like a week ago, a week and a half ago. And they showed up like within a week. Um, the gold label ones. What's that? <laughs> the gold label ones. This guy, yeah, yeah. mustard. The, the, the yellow, <laughs> the, the mustard, the mustard spawn, as I call him. Um, yeah, they showed up hella fast. Um, other than that, what else? Uh, Brett uh, found me the McFarlane uh, Batman Beyond, so I was kind of excited about that. I haven't opened it yet, so I don't know how good the figure is. Other than that, what else? I think that's it when it comes to figures. I don't think I've gotten anything else. It's been pretty uh, pretty dry lately. I think that's uh, something that's going around with everybody. It seems like we're all pretty oh, dry Oh, I did this week. trade uh, today. I did do a trade with a guy. Um, I finally got a Firefly. Oh, sweet. Nice. nice. I forgot about that. So, yeah. Uh, I traded a, a They Live two pack from NECA for a deluxe uh, din with Grogu and Firefly. Nice. Oh, that's terrible. So, I finally got a Firefly. Sounds uh, like that went in your favor. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got the, the They Live for, for cost. So, yeah. Um, oh, so yeah, he's it, definitely coming up on that one. What is the They Live set like worth some money now or what? Uh, no, because they're re-releasing it, I think, in July. <laughs> and that was that was one of the major things that I wow. was like, because I still had a case of them left over. Um, and I know at one point it was going for like about a hundred bucks. Oh, shit. Um, and then I looked it up and I'm like, I think NECA just put these up back to reorder when uh, the Roddy Piper came out uh, uh, like about a month ago. And I looked it up and I looked up my orders and yeah. Sure enough, they're getting reissued, I believe, in July. So I was like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I could get rid of these. 
for cost, I don't have to upcharge them because I think the co- uh, retail was like 60, 65 for them. So I was like, cool. You know, I just paid like 40 bucks for a DIN and a Firefly, which I think the DIN alone was twenty nine ninety nine at Target, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was happy with it. Not bad, man. You definitely made out on that deal. Oh, yeah, dude. That's what's up. Does anybody have else have any more pickups? No, I was going to say take it away with uh, the news, man. All right, let's head into collectible news. Too open or not too open? That is the question. Ah, the McFarland Spider-Man. After all these years, I finally have one. Fuck that noise. I got the new contender for best Spider-Man figure right over here. Yeah. Fuck it, I don't need more than one point of articulation anyway. Hey, Funko Pops, baby. All right. So, first off, we'll uh, start off with uh, Gil's favorite company, Mezco. Um, They have just released a, well, just um, put up for pre-order the Hazard Squad Gold Commander Gomez. Valley of the Mosquatch, whatever that means. Um, He's a, basically like a um, variant to the Hazard Squad Gomez. And um, he includes some different head sculpts, some new animated head sculpts, which are actually kind of, kind of cool. Kind of the reason I kind of wanted to go in and I waitlisted one, even though I didn't jump on them at first. But um, there's just enough different things on this figure to make it worth getting if you already have the original Hazard Gomez. So, Gil, uh, Juan, did either of you guys pre-order this guy or not? Yes. Waitlist. Waitlist, okay, same here. All right, so nobody was uh, nobody was st- too super stoked, but you know, looking at him, and then we'll seeing him, and then uh, two two like spots over is the uh, cut and stitch soft goods expansion pack. Seeing that right next to him actually like looks like it'd be some great kit bashing stuff going on right there. So um, I might have to go back and get one of those uh, soft goods packs too. So uh, that's what made me kind of pull the trigger in the end. Uh, Mezco also um, just recently showed off some uh, some stuff for the Godzilla Destroy All Monsters. They have a couple box sets that are coming out, the Round 1 and Round 2 box set. Um, both box sets contain multiple interchangeable heads, uh, arms, and accessory effects for, varied, uh, for a bunch of different um, options to display them. Let's see who we get. Um, in one pack, you get Godzilla, Rodan... Anguirus and Mothra. I think in the larva state, I don't think you get um, the butterfly state. Um, and then in the other pack, you get uh, Gorosaurus, King Ghidorah, Baragon, and Manila. And um, they all come with some little, a uh, couple of them come with different little effects. A few of them come with different heads and arms and things like that. Um, these are little five point figures, uh, but they're, they're labeled as five point XL. So they might be a little larger scale, but. Uh, there'll be very limited articulation. Anybody interested in any of these? They run for 85 per box set. I will pass on these. I got some for the store. Yeah, I'm not going to pick these up for my personal collection either. You I know just... what's weird? Uh, they're w- actually cheaper on Big Bad Toy Store. They're $79.99. Well, that'd be the way to go because you'll get cheaper shipping on them. Yeah, for real. So you yeah, could pre-order sure. both and then do the pile of loot. $4 for both. And then, yeah, you're saving money right there. Hella money you're saving about, um, well, because they would probably charge like about 32 20 in bucks, shipping. Bro. Yeah. 20, so you're saving bucks about 28 bucks, honestly. 
I would I could think of some really cool like photography stuff to do with these, but uh, I think I would take a few pictures and then want to sell them right afterwards. So I don't think <laughs> I don't think I would waste the time on these ones. But uh, they do look pretty decent for what they are. Um, let's move on. Uh, Egg Attack. I don't know if anybody, anybody here collects these. I think one of you guys said you had bought one of these recently, or maybe not. Juan, have you ever picked up any of these little Egg Attack figures? Uh, for the store, but not personally. Okay. I bought a Wolverine personally, but I bought it basically for the Sentinel base that it came with. Um, but they're releasing a Darth Maul. A uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, an Iron Man, and then an eight-inch blue and black Batman. Uh, well, the blue is the blue is one, and the black is the other, so it's two different ones. Okay, so two different eight-inch blue blue Batman and black Batman. Thank yeah, you, Gil. But the uh, so the eight-inch is just by Beast Kingdom. They're the ones who do the smaller chibi egg attack figures. Just to clarify. Um, and then the eight inch figures, they're actually going to be done in cloth goods, which is something new that they haven't really done. They've only really done the egg attack with cloth goods. So they're kind of competing with Mezco, but in their own unique uh, scale. You know, the eight inch. These little suckers are pretty expensive. Oh, yeah, they definitely are, man. The egg attack figures, I think they're like, what, six I'm looking at the malls each. The Darth Maul is 107. Oh, they have a Stan Lee. Really? They have a Stan Lee for 84. And this is on their site. Okay. Um, I thought they were like 60, 70. I didn't know that they were like 80 to 100. They have the Dark Knight like, Joker for $90. Yeah, no, well, there's nothing. With a lot of stuff, man. There's nothing that cheap. There's nothing under 80 bucks here. Damn. Yeah, okay. they're pretty expensive. I Yeah, when I bought mine, I got them for like 50 bucks. So That's what's up. I got a <laughs> That's a deal. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. Um, there's rumors. Uh, you know, we don't really like to spread rumors here at the Geek Out Show, but there's rumors that SH Figuarts will be releasing a uh, reissue so, of the SS3 Goku. Confirmed. I don't. I don't see any confirmation anywhere. Not on their site. Nowhere. It's 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 been confirmed. All right. Well, it's been confirmed by Gil apparently that um, they're gonna re-release the SS3 Goku. Hold on, it's not only been confirmed by me, bro. <laughs> go to any fucking other toy page and go look. I'm, I'm like man. literally on Tamashi's, and I went somewhere else earlier, and I couldn't find anything about it. But um, can we get right, a I'll great send, Vegeta reissue already? There's uh, still no, I, some places that have it, like uh, GameStop in Redwood City. They still have it. Why? I thought they're gonna make like a baby version of him. Because I want to get more of them. Like I sold out like within two days of those, and damn, every really? one of my distributors is sold out, so I can't get anymore. How much are you selling them for? Oh damn! Whatever retail was, I think it was like one fifty, two hundred bucks, something like that. Man. Yeah, I need one of those. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> Apparently, Redwood City. Uh, GameStop has one. <laughs> yeah, I got to drive all the way to Redwood, I guess. Um, NECA is, uh, I think we've already talked about this, but they're releasing Ace Duck and Mutagen Man as a two-pack. Maybe we didn't say that, but uh, Ace Duck's going to include a couple different faceplates and his wings as well, which weren't pictured originally, but they will be included. Uh, Muck Man includes a couple different faceplates and um, cool see-through action. Anybody? Uh, real quick. The Mutagen Man that we talked about last week was done was by, Super 7. One by Super yeah. 7. By Super 7. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. I got you. Right, I got right. you, baby boo. The exclusive um, one? Uh, that and the Toxie. The Toxic Avenger. That's what was the Super 7 one. Right. I don't uh, know. Was it an exclusive? Um, and Entertainment Earth has a glow-in-the-dark mutant. Oh, Gen that's Man. new. No, that's new. And then there's the regular Mutant Gen Man that came out in Series 2 like a few months ago. I don't think we... Well, yeah, I think we did touch on the glow-in-the-dark one because that's uh, kind of the same thing that that's the, the one that we talked about last on. week. Yeah, okay. Yep. So moving on. Um, this is something I hadn't seen before. Well, I had seen it, but I wasn't 100% sure what it was. Uh, a little company known as Ed Star Studio is releasing um, Undead Ninja Army figures. Uh, they have a couple different designs. They're 112 scale, and they have some 16 scale figures as well. But their 112 scale figures are all cloth good figures. Um, they have a Tengu mask, an Oni mask, a White Fox mask. Uh, Yo, those motherfuckers are copying Demon Slayer, bro. Say, yeah. Tell, tell it for what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, these are like, these are just basic, like, I mean, this is stuff that you would see, though, like, because that, um, that white fox mask is like that could be like Naruto, you know what I mean? Like the Ombu Black Ops. Straight up a rip, yeah, but that's straight up a rip off from like the mask in Demon Slayer. How about the Granted, is, mask? Yeah, yeah, from the Sensei. Well, no, also the white fox too, because if you look at it, it has a scar on the cheek, right where yeah. that little boy that was a ghost uh, when he was talking to Tanjiro, same really? exact uh, scar. Huh. Yeah, zoom in on that. It's the same no, exact I see mask. It. I see it. Huh, yeah. That's cool. But dude, I I, I already uh, pre-ordered um, the blue version of the Sensei because I'm going to try to like recreate and do like my own kit bash for like the Sensei, and then I got the black version of the white uh, fox mask. So I pre-ordered okay. both. Nice, dude. Um, and the weapons, and these are things are expensive. Bro. The weapons are diecast, which is crazy. Nice. These little suckers are expensive too, though. Eighty-five bucks a piece. What would you get them for? I'm looking yeah, on BBTS, obviously, but mm-hmm. that's the only place that I've seen that has them so far. Yep, nice looking little figures. Um, let me know how they are when you get them in, Gil. Got you. All right, and the last thing we have to talk about is the Hot Toys, Ahsoka and Grogu. Um, beautiful looking figures, um, taken right out of the Mandalorian. The Ahsoka is. Uh, modeled after Rosario Dawson's character in The Mandalorian, and um, you guys think it looks really amazing. I think the face sculpt looks a little, uh, I don't know. Some of the stuff's a little too pronounced. It doesn't look like her that much to me, but um, I'm sure by the time it comes out, it'll, it'll look fine. Anybody picking this one up, adding this one to their collection? I know Jade's not here, but uh, I feel like this is something he might be very tempted to put in his collection i'm i'm very tempted but i'm not gonna get it and one you said what wait and see you're not feeling it or what why it's all right but uh, i'll probably wait till i see like a physical in hand Um, but you're gonna get them for the shop though yeah of course and then you'll make the decision whether you want to steal one and you know, exactly. not really steal one, but take it home. Like, I exactly. guess. Okay, gotcha. What are you going to base your, uh, you know, what are you going to base that on mostly? That face sculpt or what? Enjoyability and probably what the boss says. 
uh, if she <laughs> likes it, then we'll probably end up taking one home. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Matt really doesn't like that fucking face sculpt, everybody, because he was shitting on it. So I he's don't. waiting for somebody else to fucking say, that doesn't look like Rosario Dawson. I just okay, don't think Matt, it, it does We never... We never said it was a perfect likeness. Okay, it's okay. decent. It's passable. Okay. Whatever. Um, I'm going to be honest. Whatever. Whatever. Everybody was acting like it was the Venus de Milo. My fucking gosh. Who? <laughs> Star Wars fans. <laughs> I did. Oh, shit. I did not know that. Okay. All right. Um, but that's it for collectibles. Unless you guys have anything else you can think of. No, it was kind of light this week because, you know, all the reveals from last week, shit, Hasbro taking out their big fucking dick. So. Yeah, dude. It was a light week for toys, but uh, we still had a good little section there. Uh, Gil, take us away. Anime. Uh, I'm not going to bother asking one. So, Matt, what'd you watch? Um, I don't know. Are we counting Invincible as anime? Um, we could include it here because it right. is an animation. Let's, you know, yeah, let's do that. All right. Well, uh, I watched, uh, I finished the series, the Amazon, well, the Amazon season for Invincible. Um, it ended out really awesome. And like I said earlier, it, it's, it, it kind of caught wait, wait. it. What? How, do you, how do you get the end of the season? Cause it's not done yet. Yeah, it is. It was only six episodes. I thought it was eight. Somebody told me it was eight. I thought it was only going to be six. Nah. We reported that it's eight. I'm like, what the fuck? Where'd you get the other two from? Oh, well, huh. I guess uh, I guess we'll see where the last two episodes go. But the way it left off, it kind of felt like it was done. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But, um, and then I, I did end up watching some more episodes of The Promised Neverland. So I'm trying to remember where I left off. Um, they departed from the um, the demons that were kind of helping them get along out in the wilderness. And they kind of like found their own place to like live for a while. And then they left that place. And um, that's all I remember happening at the end. There wasn't really much going on at the moment. I haven't gotten to the point where... Um, uh, what's his face makes his return yet, but um, I'm waiting for that. You to, heard the to come. you heard the truth out of the demon who helped him, right? That he wanted to like eat them, yeah, or, okay. or something like that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He he has to wait till they eventually have kids to eat. Yeah, because he wants to raise them like more children and stuff. Yeah, well, basically, he wants like an organic version, not just like a processed one. He doesn't want farm. a farm raised. Yeah, he yeah, wants a, he a wants wild. All <laughs> yeah which is weird but um yeah so that's pretty much it for animes I, I meant to go back to attack on Titan, but i haven't gone back to that yet so um and i'm trying to fin and i just finished off the whole Brava gentleman uh arc in my hero so i'm getting ready to enter the um the last couple episodes with endeavor before i start the new season what about you gil what'd you watch well, Juan can technically talk about Invincible. One. I can't talk about it because I only watched the first three episodes. 
Oh fuck! Yeah, I forgot that you said that. Was it? Yeah, you told me that yesterday. <laughs> no, even more reason. Talk about it then, because I think last time we didn't talk about it because uh, no one had really watched it. I mean, I enjoy it, but I, you know, I enjoyed the comic a lot. Um, I never finished the full series of the comic, um, so I was excited when this project was uh, announced, especially with all the voice actors uh, that they had lined up um i enjoyed the first three episodes immensely um i get it like the whole mentality same thing with walking dead that you kind of fast forward through some storylines and change some things um and it's not like traditional to the book um but i still would have liked it to be a little bit more traditional to the book yeah, I did skip a lot of character development, like um, by running through things so quickly. I feel like, but it's doing a decent job, still, still making us care for the characters. I feel like, right. And I think it's gonna give us, um, I think it's gonna give us, you know, different moments with the characters too. Like the original Guardians of the Globe, in the comics, lasted a lot longer than they did in, <laughs> in the show. Um, so we got to right. see a lot more interaction with them, like the immortal. We actually got to see a lot more interaction with him in the comics than we get to here in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they try, they're trying to hype up and, um, amplify the team feeling for like the new guardians of the globe with, um, like Rex Blode and robot and monster girl and all them. I think they're mm-hmm. going to maybe flesh out their, um, they're going to flesh out like their relationship with Invincible a little more than I think, you know, than they did the previous Guardians of the Globe in this series. So hopefully we get to see that at least. But they did almost like pretty much wipe out the whole team. <laughs> yeah. Gil, uh, what about you? Yeah, oh, I sorry. Did. I wanted to get Gil's uh, aspect on it too. Yeah, fuck Gil. <laughs> Thanks, Juan. Um, I really enjoy it. I like it a lot. I wish Juan watched it because there's a lot I want to talk about. With uh, episode care. four, five, and six. Oh, well, are you sure? I don't care. Okay. Um, so when they do the whole entire uh, Machine Man, what was it? Like the last episode, episode five, like when uh, Titan is trying to like get the help of uh, Mark of Invincible to like free him from like being a goon for machine man or whatever and isotope and uh all the other people that he hired dude like oh machine last... head. yeah or oh, machine head there we go the last like 20 minutes of like all the fighting and everything like that is so fucking epic like the new guardians of the globe the way that they go ham which i don't understand why it takes mark basically being fucking killed in front of them uh monster girl's face like getting ripped halfway off or whatever like when she's getting exploded yeah yeah and then fucking black samson getting dude i thought he was fucking dead i thought he was donezo because he's just a normal fucking human like that shit was all crazy and it's like dude it's fucking intense like it's yeah but didn't you notice something happen when they like when he almost dies at the end right there oh like, yeah, when yeah he's getting fucked up like something he, happens yeah it seems like he got his powers back or, exactly. or different powers yeah. whatever something um happened. Just, I'm very interested, especially all the shit that's going on with. Um, fuck, what's the android dude on their team? Robot man. That d- robot, robot. Yeah, yeah, that dude. The fact that it seems like he's a double agent. It seems like he's trying to. Like that test tube thing. Is that him? Is that the real him? I feel like that's what. It no, is. you know what he did. You where? Do you remember where he got the blood from? 
from Rex. Exactly. So why, what do you think he's making? A Rex what, like, what's, what's that like little thing inside the test tube? Is it Rex? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? He's growing a Rex clone. That's why he got Rex's blood. That's weird. You'll why? see why. You'll see why. They'll what explain. The fu- okay. All right. Well, yeah, robot's really interested. cool character. There's, there's two more episodes, so I'm interested. Um, yeah, I can't wait, man. Like the comics go a lot different about this whole thing, and you get a lot more uh, insight into the the backstory of these characters before you know what's already happening in the show. So uh, there's a lot more you'll find out about Robot Man and these people. But um, so far they're doing a great job handling it and making it different enough that it'll still keep you on your toes even if you've read the comics. So I like that aspect of it. Okay, dope. Um, I've also been watching My Hero Academia. I'm not going to go too far into it just because you haven't been watching. Um, but, 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 um, it's been hype, bro. Ever since it's come back, you know, the first episode kicks off as just like a recap, as you know, each season does, introduces all the characters. These are their powers, blah, 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 blah. Um, episode two mainly focuses on endeavor i'm not gonna go ahead and like uh reveal everything matt because i want you to catch up and i'm gonna give you that chance but they explore kind of like i feel like they explore a fan theory that people have been thinking about and just that episode get kind of proves that fan theory correct and i want to talk to you about it more once you watch it so you know exactly what i'm talking about and then is this the dobby fan theory Yes. Okay. Fucking the, yes. The fact dude. that Dobby's uh or the the fan theory that Dobby is one of Endeavor's kids. Okay, dude, do you know that they Okay. Cuz he let's, uses let's, the, let's the flames like the here. same similar flames here. Because because they talk about how um there's an older brother. There's another older brother because there's totally You guys hear the ice cream man? I do. <laughs> uh they they talk about an older brother and an accident that happened with the older brother and like the fact that dobby has like a bunch of different pieces like frankenstein onto him which like some of the skin looks dead some of it looks like you know weird mutated and shit like that i was talking talking about my uh about this on the three brothers podcast with my bros and um i don't know man like me and my other brother lorenzo kind of think dobby is the other brother because I don't remember them talking about another brother and the fact that they're hinting about it and talking about it now. I'm like, dude, it fucking has to be Dobby. There's not a lot of heroes with fire powers in that world. Well, because Endeavor was super um, abusive towards his family back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and it looks like Dobby has a bunch of skin grafts, so he probably got like terribly burned to the point where he, you know, most of his original skin was just, you know fried so he had to get tons of skin grafting and stuff that's why he probably looks the way he does all you know stitched up and weird because in number two in the second episode they talk about the brother's name i forget what they say and they're like i'll never forgive what you did to him in the accident Mm. because that's what um like the eldest brother now says i I forget what the fuck the name is he's like oh i'll never forget what you did to him in the accident that happened and it's like oh what the fuck so yeah um you know Episode two is just basically him trying to make amends with his family and a bunch of other shit. Uh, Episode three and four have to do with a class A and class B uh, going off against each other. 
and they actually bring somebody in from 1C that they're going to uh, move up to either A or B, depending on how he performs. But it's pretty fucking dope. It's the, uh, remember the guy who does brainwashing, Shinso? Uh, what's he look like? Uh, he has the purple hair and just like, he, he competed in the tournament and all he was wearing was the UA uniform and he had purple hair and he brainwashed uh, Midoriya. Okay, so he doesn't really stand out at all. No, he doesn't, but he has had a redesign and he does still have the same UA uniform, but he's been working with Aizawa. So he uses the scarf like um, Eraserhead does. He has that and then he also does have this voice modulator now to where he can mimic other people's um, vocal cords so because like his whole entire powers are based off of like if i ask you a question and you answer me back i could brainwash you so his whole entire thing is if he talks to somebody and they respond he can then brainwash you so that's why he copies like usually team members names. something like that but now what he's doing is that he's copying uh like like say uh kirishima right kirishima and deku on a, on a team he's like deku on your left and then like you know, Deku said, oh, thank you, Kirishima, or something like that. Boom. Because it's really fucking Shinso's talking, not Kirishima. So he's mimicking other people's voices. So it's pretty fucking dope, man, of what's going on. Um, but yeah, we'll go more into it once you catch up. So let's go ahead and get into some anime news. I am a ghoul. Every day I wake up as my Batama. A new trailer came out for Yusuke, the Black um, Samurai, and that's a Netflix special that's going to be coming out, I believe, on the 26th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, 26th. Uh, did you guys have a chance to watch it? I posted it on the Geek Out Show um, IG. Yeah, the, um, the animation looks amazing for this one. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The people that are in charge of the animation is MAPPA, the people who do Attack on Titan. Yep, they're doing a great job. Don't they also do Jujutsu Kaisen? They do, yep. Yes, they yep. do. So, yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. I finished up uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I, you know, just finished up the series on Crunchyroll, so I'm all caught up. And, dude, fucking amazing. Great, great, great shit. Nice. So you're all caught up now? Yes, sir. I'm waiting Damn. for season two. I need to go back and finish up. Damn. So it's all done with season one's done, huh? Yeah, it's been done for a few weeks now. Uh, yeah, I think it like so ended on that one. when Attack on Titan ended, roughly. All right, well, time to catch up then. Good, good. <laughs> Talking about trailers, there's a trailer that came out for Skeleton Knight in Another World. Um, there hasn't been any announcement as to exactly when this is going to drop, but it is pretty interesting. It seems almost like a Sword Art Online type story where a character imports into... You know, the video game uh, goes into a body, but it seems like it's not the character that he wanted because he's very surprised because like when he looks in the reflection in his uh, or in the water, he takes off his helmet and it's a fucking skeleton. And it's crazy because he looks like this badass, you know, knight in shining armor type shit, fucking huge dude. And he takes off the uh, the helmet and he scares the shit out of himself. And uh, what's kind of cool is like they show like the world it's all like. You know, beautiful, kind of like uh, Attack on Titan, same thing, right? Takes place during the whole entire Renaissance period. 
Um, this chick is getting attacked, and then he chops like three motherfuckers in half, like with this big ass sword, which is crazy. They show some demons, some goblins, a bunch of other stuff. So I'm about it. I can't wait to watch it. So we'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll keep everyone posted once we get more information on when this is going to drop. The art on that one looked a little more like old school anime style. Really? Yeah, to me, the colors and everything, like the color palette and stuff, it reminded me of like an older older school anime, you know, like an old school fantasy uh, anime. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. as like vibrant as, you know, like Demon Slayer or something like that. Really? It has more, it was... It's kind of more I... past, like, I don't know, like, you know, kind of like muted colors. Like they're they're bright, but they're not like, you know, popping, you know? I thought they were. I thought they were bright. I mean, it looks good. Don't get me wrong. It just looks like it like has a very specific style to it. I guess, yeah. Anyways, keep it moving. Season four was finally announced for Castlevania, and what's crazy, man, is like we're we just got the announcement on Friday about uh, this is going to be the fourth and final season of Castlevania, and it's already dropping next month on Netflix. It's coming out the thirteenth of May. Uh, there's a small like 30 second teaser it's not even a trailer it's more of a teaser and all it basically does is recap all the events and like where we've been so far like it shows like a map of like the um, landscape and the different kingdoms and places that we've been to recap season one two three um, introduces a big badge for each one and yeah there's just a new key visual and then that little teaser so I'm interested more in like an actual trailer of what we're going to get for season four. Um, it ended kind of weird, so I'm going to definitely have to catch up and watch all of it again. Um, you know, start from season one, episode one to season three, because definitely some weird, crazy shit happened in season three. Definitely went far left. Very, very, very far left. Um, is this something that you're going to watch, Matt? Um, I have not watched the Castlevania series yet. Um, really? No, I haven't. I never started the original one, so I'm not 100% sure if I will watch this one or not. Oh, damn. That sucks to hear, man. It's actually, like, really... I feel like it's really good, but uh, you might not like it. What about you, Juan? Are you a fan of the Castlevania at all? I have not played Castlevania since Castlevania 1. (laughs) <laughs> nor have I read or done anything with Castlevania since Castlevania 1. <laughs> yeah, that's so how I kind of feel, doesn't too. give a fit. Okay, whatever. I mean, Fuck if y'all. it's cool, I'll, 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 I'll check it out, you know, or for Liz watches it, I'll check it out. Fuck y'all more for me. Anyways, uh-huh. keep it moving. Uh, this last part that I wanted to close out the anime section with uh, has to do with Devilman. Um, so I thought this was something kind of dope that was announced is a VR, you know, digital tour thing. You don't necessarily, you don't have to go anywhere and you don't exactly need VR equipment. It's just like, you know, scans, different, uh, platforms, different areas that you could, uh, explore. You could either do it on your computer or your smart TV, however you want to do it on your, um, on your iphone or i was going to say iphone but your mobile device if if there's a bunch of different platforms how you can access it so anyways it's go guys uh classic devilman series in a vr exhibit um it's pretty fucking dope man because you know it's 
3D scans of everything. There's 11 different exhibits that you could um, explore. And, dude, it's like hours and hours and hours of fucking content. Um, it's going to be open from April 28th to uh, May 31st, so a little bit over a month. Uh, however, not all of it is free. So the basic standard is free. Um, there's a talk show that's also going to be done, and you get access to that. Um, so some of the other tiers are like 20 bucks. Some of them are 50 bucks, and like full all out are like 130 dollars. So it's it's fucking crazy because there's like an all day, all access like for the whole entire event for like all the exclusive is the 130 dollars. Um, for access all 50 um all was it 33 days or whatever that is open it's 50 dollars for one day it's 20 dollars so i don't know how i feel about paying um i might do the 20 dollar thing i don't know i'll see i'll see how i feel um i'll check out like the general audience and and see how it is and like if i feel like i want to explore more of the exhibit then i'll go ahead and pay that 20 dollars it's a good thing you don't have to go to a live exhibit because I'd be afraid that somebody would like, you know, try to imitate Devilman Crybaby and summon demons by killing people. <laughs> yeah. Like, not yeah. a good situation. What's, what's going to be dope is like one of the exhibits is uh, dedicated to Devilman Crybaby. Yeah, exactly. I was reading dope. that. That looks yeah. dope. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, that's pretty dope. I'm going to check it out and I'll update everybody on the free version at the very least uh, once it drops. You know, what VR app? About two more weeks. That I did not see, but I did see like some of the stuff is going to be streaming on YouTube and um, all this other stuff. I know like the the links just say to go over to uh, their website. So I'll post all the information like on the Instagram post on where you can fucking go over. But it says I've never heard of uh, I've never heard of virtual utopia. That's I've the never heard VR of, platform I've, apparently. I've never heard of that either. So, yeah. but they did say that they were going to be streaming stuff on YouTube. So, did you talk about the price for the premium ticket? The the one thirty one. Yeah, yeah. one thirty. Jeez. That's that's to unlock everything for the full thirty three days. Oh, that's kind of cool. A month worth of content, though. I mean, shit. Yeah, and it does come with extra premium shit because like so i guess sorry i'm not seeing everything here but um that's the 131 but like to just every single day to go to all 11 exhibits is 50 50 dollars so i want to know what exactly because this is a set of special goods all all day tickets premium ticket this that i just want to know what is the special goods and all that other shit that comes along with the 130 dollars that you're paying for I would like it to know, too, if I was going to put down that amount. Yeah, because I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. But, yeah, whatever. You'd have to be a pretty big fan of Devil Man to, like, I don't know, to be oh, into I'm it for 31 fan, days. Not, not, that, not that much. Nah. Yeah, nah. All right, let's get out of anime and let's go into video games. Juan, did you play anything? Nope. Thank you for your contribution. Matt, what about you? Uh, yeah, recently, um, recently after seeing the reveals from Hasbro of their new Fortnite line, I decided I'd jump back into Fortnite and see uh, what was going on, what was new. So I've been playing Fortnite lately. Unfortunately, none of my friends are ever playing Fortnite, so uh, it's lonely out there in solo. But uh, it's fun. It's always a pretty fun game. It's uh, it's fun to like test your skills and like 
uh, get a couple kills and stuff here and there. But um, the, I think the best part is like the customizability of the characters and stuff. Like you could be, you know, a predator right now. You could be uh, the Mandalorian. You could be a Marvel character. It's there's a ton of different options and things that make the fun uh, the game a lot more fun than it would be if you know it didn't have any of that stuff. But that's been it pretty much. Um, no other video games really. What about you, Gil? Just playing Mario Party, um, Mario Party, Pokemon, Super Smash, Mario Kart, you know, the staples, the staples. So, yeah, that's it, man. Nothing we did get crazy. that new uh, Mario 3D game for the Switch also, so we've been playing that a little bit here and there. Which one, the Mario Kart one? Or uh, no, one? the Mario, it's just like a Mario 3D, uh, it's like, you know, you're running, it's like a Mario... It's like the original Mario, but in 3D, and you can have four players all running on the screen at the same time. Uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. It gets kind of annoying because you're, like, constantly killing each other and, like, running each other off the screen and shit. So it's really freaking hard to play with multiple people. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fun. It's a fun game to play when you're, like, uh, having some friends over and stuff and you want to just laugh for a little bit. Gotcha. So let's go ahead and get into some news. games have been a part of my life since the early years, the golden age, the good old days, if you will. So there are rumors, we don't really like to talk about rumors here, as you mentioned, uh, but there are, it's heavily reported now at this point that uh, we're going to get the Pokemon Distortion World as DLC for Pokemon the remake of a uh, brilliant diamond and shining pearl. So I'm down with that because that whole entire part of Pokemon platinum was fucking awesome. It added so much more to the game. I want to say it was roughly about 20, about 20 more hours to the game for Pokemon platinum than diamond and pearl, maybe even 30 more hours, roughly somewhere around there, but it was a lot more shit to do with, um, with Giratina and then a bunch of the other legendaries, legendary, my- mythical Pokemon, whatever you want to call them, but a lot more fucking content. So I'm pretty just about that, and I'm down with it. I'll happily pay for that shit. Is the is the distortion world a zone or a place? It's a basically like the upside down <laughs> of oh, shit. Uh, Stranger Things, which is crazy, man. Pokemon so there's some organs there and shit. Well, yeah, that's basically uh, Giratina's world. And, like, I, I don't know if you ever heard uh, people say, like, okay, so you know who Arceus is or no? Yeah, I've heard of Arceus. The god? Okay, so basically Giratina's the devil, and he's the evil. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's I'm basically look, like the evil. I'm about to look evil. this fucker up. <laughs> yeah, especially his, uh, what you call it, the origin form. He really looks, like, crazy and sick as fuck. Like, he's honestly, like, one of my favorite legendar- legendaries ever. Um, I really fucking like them. Anyways, um, we got news of Shredder's Revenge uh, coming on to Switch. It's officially confirmed because that was something that I don't think we reported on. I knew that it was uh, for PlayStation and also for Xbox. I think we weren't 100% sure if it was for Switch. So we can all play with Jade on Switch or we could say fuck them. We can all play with ourselves. (laughs) Uh, that well, Giratina no, looks like a kaiju, him. dude. That thing's badass. It does, right? In both yeah. forms, it does. But I really like the form where he flies. 
Yeah, that's the form I'm looking at where he has the big old wings on his back. It doesn't look like he should be able to fly, but. <laughs> well, he's ghost type. He's a ghost dragon. So. Oh, so his ass don't weigh as much as it looks like it should. Exactly. His ass ain't that thick. <laughs> but like, it's weird. It's only He only looks like that when he's in that world. So when he comes out, that's when he weighs and he turns into the other form. So yeah, he turns form. He changes forms like when he cha- uh, goes through our normal realm and his own separate realm. Um, okay, I see. I see the origin form that looks more like I don't know, like a worm. I it's more badass. It's not just a worm. How dare you? Anyways, <laughs> asshole, put some respect like, on his name. Looks put like a worm respect. with some barbs. Like it'll nah, swim put some respect on his name, man. He's badass. Anyways, don't pee in the river. This thing will swim right up in there and cause you some. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking like fifty feet tall. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure it'll rip your ass in half. Anyways, uh, moving on. Bleach Brave Souls is coming to PS4. This has only been a mobile game for the past like four or five years. I think that's kind of cool that we're getting this more and more that mobile games are coming over to console, but yes. it's going to be a PlayStation only exclusive. I'm down for it. it there's no price point uh, announced just yet, and there's no release date. Just said so that it's going to come over to PlayStation 4 as a PlayStation exclusive. So, whatever. I'm down with it. It's one of those games that... It's a gotcha game. Yeah, it's a gotcha game. Um, but, yeah, you you build your own team. You have three people on your team, and you can cycle through them while you're, you know, beating the levels. So, you could have, like, Grimjo, uh, Ichigo, and, like, Yodoichi Aizen. all on the team together. Aizen. Yeah, you have everybody. You have a team of all bads. Mix it up. Whatever you want to fucking do. Have them all together. You know, level them up. All that other shit. So, they got me. So And that art... Is the art is all chibi animation style? Um, little yeah, dudes with big during, heads. During the during the gameplay, yes. When it's oh, like story, it's not. Yeah, so cutscenes okay, cool. are it's normal animation, like straight out of the fucking anime. The main but, reason uh, I say pass is because just these type of games where you can just put it on auto and just let it run itself. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's not even really. A game as much as it is like something to do while you're sitting at the bus stop waiting for the bus to come type of deal you know what i mean like true i don't know i hate the pay to play type of games too where like you you run out of things to do and then you're like okay well you have to wait till your bar recharges before you can play again you know those type of games i hate that kind of stuff i feel that but who knows they might do something different or exclusive for the console console. version yeah maybe they might take more advantage of the whole entire you know, uh, of, of uh, the PS4 operating system. Who knows? Um, so we got trailer two this last Friday for Resident Evil Village. So trailer number two. And dude, it's fucking dope. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to take a look at this. Uh, Juan, do you play Resident Evil? Is that something that you like or no? The last Resident Evil I played was Code Veronica. Or which one? No. Code Veronica, I think, is it four or five that had Shiva? Four. Was it Shiva? I want to say. Okay. I want to say four. So that was the last Resident No, it was five. Life. Was it five? So yeah, that was the last one I ever played. I yeah, I, I see why I you just, stopped playing. I, I enjoy... It. So the thing is, I enjoy playing video games. I just don't necessarily have the time. And my obsessive compulsive ass, once I start a video game, I have to see it through to the end and by end i mean opening all the achievements or and or trophies so 100 percenting it 
Yeah, so let's say Spider-Man. Um, I played it every day from like 10 to 2 in the morning until I had everything achieved. Oh, shit, <laughs> So, So it's one of those things that I enjoy video games, and when I find time, uh, I'll do it. But I also get very obsessive about it and just be like, oh, I don't have to open the sword today. I could just stay home and finish uh, Spider-Man. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You never told me that uh, Juan was a record speedrunner. Just sits there and finishes games. So, yeah, that's one of the other reasons I don't play video games is just because uh, when I have shit to do, then my mind's going to be on the video game instead of the shit I need to do. No, I feel that. That's that's what I do, too, all the time. If I get stuck in a game, I get stuck in a game, like, big time. So, you know one yeah, thing that I'll I found actually really... How oh. I have to beat that fuck. Go ahead, Gil. I was going to say one thing that I found very interesting in this next Resident Evil game. Um, you know how that big chick is like a vampire, right? Yeah. Okay, there's lichens in this as well. So, it's vampires versus werewolves, werewolves. in this. Yeah, I just saw that, too. I had no fucking idea that's what the fuck the game is because your character is oh, a Jesus. fucking werewolf. And there's fucking mutated sharks too. Yes, there's a bunch Jesus of different Christ. other fucking things. So like we have this. zombies, vampires, uh fucking mutated fish, shark, whatever fucking things, werewolves. Dude. What do you think yeah, that fat bastard dude, in the I'm cart was? I have no fucking idea. You think idea, he's a vampire? Dude. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. But all I know is like I wasn't that hyped about this game, but now I am. Now that I know, like, it has to do with werewolves and shit, too. Dude, sign me the fuck up. And it looks like you're going to, like, you, like, your character is going to be able to change into a wolf-type form. I don't know about full-on wolf, but, like, some type of lichen, you know, humanoid. So I think that's pretty fucking dope. And, uh, yeah, sign me the fuck up. And this game is coming out next month, um, coming out on the 4th. So roughly in about three weeks from today um so yeah like in two weeks we get um what you call it pokemon snap three weeks we get resident evil uh uh village and then actually the week after for anybody um that's fans of assassin's creed so five weeks from now we're gonna get the dlc for wrath of the druids which is uh more more maps bigger maps is i don't know if you guys have taken a look at that but they did like a small little 10 second teaser of like different places that you could explore and a bunch of the different armor and different upgrades that are going to be available, the powers and whatnot. So I'm getting heavily like the vibes of like, wow, mixed with God of War for this um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I got to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it looked pretty fucking dope. So for any fans that are playing Assassin's Creed, um wrath of the druids it was originally supposed to come out um at the end of the month but it got pushed by two weeks so it's coming out um the 13th of may nice that's all as, i got for oh go ahead i was just gonna say as one is with um the resident evil series i am with the assassin's creed series i haven't played one since uh, number three so yeah, it's been, it's a, been while. a long time for me as well so all done with video games so let's head into entertainment um let's talk about let's talk about what we watch um one you want to lead the conversation with uh falcon and winter soldier because i know we've all watched that right i did twice oh yeah dude it was so good 
Okay, so let's get into it, like the last two episodes, because we haven't talked about them. One, go ahead, oh, so we're talking about the last two. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so um, the last two episodes were really good. Obviously, we got um, a great ending in last week's episode. Um, and anybody that follows me on IG, uh, when I po- when I saw the episode, immediately the first thing that came to mind is uh, the Michael Turner Civil War uh, variant cover that Captain America is holding the bloody shield. Um, it's such an iconic piece. And um, obviously we, we, we got to see a bloodied up uh, Captain America shield in that episode. This week's episode... I felt was good, but kind of dragged in the middle. Um, but the thing I probably enjoyed the most about this episode is say, seeing Julia Louis-Dreyfus in it as uh, uh, as Val. Um, you know, she's she's gone by different names in the comic book. Um, I think she was Agent 14 in S.H.I.E.L.D. I think that was like the major role that she had. Um, she was in our, even, I believe, undercover as Madame uh, Hydra at one point um, in the comics as well. Um, as Madame Hydra so, or Madame Mask? I believe it was Madame Hydra. Okay. But, you know, we got the, the, the final battle. You know, we're going to see uh, Sam finally uh, putting on the suit and repping the shield. Uh, he finally fucking made up his mind uh, that he wants to sh- carry the shield. Um, and we get to see what's in that briefcase, finally, um, that Bucky got him. What'd you guys think of the episode? Wait, we didn't get to see what was in there. I said next week. The oh, final okay, battle. Okay, we okay. probably get to see what's in the... In, in I, got, the- I was a little mad that they didn't show us what was in there, because I was like a big tease. It's like, oh, it's going to show, it's going to show, it's going to... No. I kind of I have a feeling of what's going to be in there. Um, I think it's gonna let's, be. Let's save that. Let's okay. let's save that for okay. after Matt. Go ahead. Give your give your thoughts for the last two episodes. Go for it. All right. Um, Battlestar's death was uh, was really well played. Um, they definitely got you to kind of feel for his character because he was the one who was kind of like the voice of reason for John Walker. He was like his uh, his um, you know, the guy that keeps him on the ground. You know, the guy that keeps him grounded. Because Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, because he had Yo, a big. I was ego. just about to say that. Nice. <laughs> the Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, because Pinocchio over there had a big old ego, and he was uh, he was not making the best decisions. And even though Battlestar said, you know, you know how to make great decisions in the heat of battle and stuff, but it seemed like uh, John Walker, ever since he got that mantle, of cap, he hasn't been making decisions the way he normally would. I think he's been. Um, relying on the mantle and, you know, the respect that he thinks he deserves just for being Captain America. And uh, it finally all kind of weighed down on him, and uh, he gave into the pressure and went a little overboard, and that scene was freaking impactful. Him and the fight scene with Carly and um, just the way, you know, she hits she hits um, Battlestar, and I think, you know, uh, she's in this room with all these super-powered people, and I think she just kind of, like, let her rage go and, you know, gave it her all and I think she kind of realized it and kind of maybe felt bad for a second there. But um, she realized that she fucked up and that, you know, John Walker was about to come after her. So that whole that whole scene was just so good. And then um, the last episode, the way it opened with the first five minutes, a uh, great battle between John and Falcon and Bucky. And um, we really get to see Bucky and Falcon, you know, come together and 
use their teamwork and Sam finally very takes civil the shield. Yeah, very civil. Yeah, very much like the scene uh, with Tony fighting Bucky and um, Cap. Very much like that scene. And um, it was a great episode. And like you said, it did drag during the middle, but um, the beginning was uh, was just set the whole the whole uh, episode off. Gil, what about you? What did you think about the show? For me, I love this show. Um, it's really fucking good. The standout moment for me uh, for the last week's episode was Fedora Milaje and like how John Walker was like trying to talk down to them and be like, you don't have jurisdiction here. And then, you know, Ayo was like, nah, Dora Milaje got fucking jurisdiction wherever the fuck Dora Milaje go. And then the fact that he touched them, oh my God, dude. But, you know, fucking Sam tried to warn them, you have a better chance taking on Bucky than fucking the Dora Milaje. And they fuck his ass up and dude i fucking loved it and i was like oh dude i rewatched that scene probably about five fucking times man because it's so fucking epic it's like one of the best ass whoopings in the fucking mcu i gotta say um and then we continue the ass whooping uh epic ass whoopings with sam and bucky giving it to john walker that was really fucking good you know just not gonna harp on it too much um the whole entire scene with isaiah bradley i fucking loved it when sam went to go talk to isaiah bradley i loved it and uh i I like that uh it seems like sam's gonna try to show and prove to isaiah that it's not just a white man's shield it's you know it's a symbol and this is what it's gonna be yeah it's yeah basically like the the spider-man thing right anybody could be it and uh the training that sam was doing and all that other stuff i really like that and um yeah, man. Great fucking series. I can't wait. So, what's in the box? One. Well, what do you think? Really quickly, just to add to oh, it, go for it. To add to what you guys said, I feel John Walker was great in everything he did, but he was a big fish in a small pond. Now he's in the superhero world uh, of, you know, uh, powered up people, you know, Bucky with his fucking vibranium arm. And now he's you know, a fish in a fucking ocean. Uh, You know, he's not the high school quarterback anymore. He's not the, you know, popular kid. Now he's basically a nobody. And that's why I feel like the last straw was like, you know, like you said, the fight with uh, with uh, uh, the kids. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck, they're not even super powered and they beat the shit out of me. Oh, with the dormilage, yeah. Yeah. And then that was like the last straw. Like he's like, "Fuck, you know, I can't." These, these these two women just literally wiped us all out, and they didn't have any superpowers. They didn't have shit. All they had was fucking sticks, and it made me look like shit. And that's like, granted, nah, they're you know, vibranium sticks. Huh? <laughs> well, doesn't he I said, like, granted, those are refer- vibranium sticks. Well, didn't he refer to them like sticks or something like that? Like- yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's never, he's probably never met a Wakandan before in his life either. So he right. doesn't know. Exactly. So that's the thing. That's why I was saying it's like, you know, he was a high school quarterback that now is in college and he sees that he's not even average at best, you know? Uh, like he was back in high school, and, and and that's when he has to be like, well, fuck, I need to take this serum if I if I if I'm going to be Captain America. 
Now, did you guys all, we all saw him, the serum coming, him taking it? Um, yeah, uh, quite honestly, I thought most likely Zemo, uh, my, as much as he's against it, I would have thought Zemo might have taken it. Um, I was also kind of hoping that Sam would have taken it. I was kind of hoping Zemo was going to take it too, in a way, but, um, yeah, he's he stands yeah. true to fiction, so that's good that they didn't like you know spoil his I character. I thought that too, because he thought because, really strongly about it. Well, I did because I my biggest I don't want to say complaint or my biggest thing with Sam being Cap is that he is only human, so he's not you know super agile or super strong or you know anything. He's just an average human, so. Uh, you know, going up against a super soldier or something like that, he has no chance. Now he's, you know, presumably gonna have, you know, we were gonna talk about what's in the briefcase. Uh, let's say, you know, a Captain America vibranium suit. Yeah, right. I was hoping. I was hoping it would be um, either new wings that are like super um, sleek and like you know more techno. Don't not as bulky. Yeah, not as bulky and more techy, you know, than the ones he had before. Or uh, just a full-on, uh, you know, Falcon cap suit, hopefully. I think it's a Falcon cap suit, but regardless, um, yes. I think we'll, we'll go on board that it is going to be probably a vibranium suit to give him more protection and possibly enhanced strength, correct? Oh, yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, that's, I mean, what, I was think- that's what I was thinking, almost like uh, T'Challa's. Almost how almost. else? How else is doing right. a toe to toe with a lot of these dudes? Also has that power from from the fucking rose thing, the drink that they take. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was always my biggest crap because in the comics, you know, he has, you know, he's got the hollow bones. He's got the telepathic shit with Red Wing. Uh, you know, he's got he, he's powered up. He's just not a normal dude. And I guess with MCU, Sam, my my main problem is like, how is he going to be Captain America, but also just be normal? I feel that's like a big handicap in that area. I, th- I think he's gonna he's gonna get something. Um, and uh, you you guys want to talk um, rumors or no? Nah? Go ahead. Okay, because I, um, I heard um, you know how we have Isaiah Bradley's grandson. I heard right. that we're gonna get him as Patriot. Well, I mean that's how it in is Young in Avengers. Comics. No, but uh, in the series, like I guess he's gonna get like the uh, power, like he's gonna need a blood transfusion or something like that. Oh he's shit! He's gonna be involved somehow in that final battle and get shot or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Somehow he was gonna be involved, get hurt, and uh, Isaiah Bradley was gonna be the only person that matched him or whatever and do the transfusion, Maybe. and he but gets aren't they you know in, like, the strength. A state? Aren't they in like South? Or something. I don't. They're, they're in, in Baltimore, York. Baltimore, Maryland. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that seems like a little bit too much to happen in one episode. Um, I do agree that yeah, obviously something's gonna happen with him to become the Patriot and the blood transfusion. Who do you guys think the power broker is? Do you still that's what I was. That's what I was just do you about still to think ask. Think it's uh, Sharon or is it uh, Val? Or my money is still hoping that it's Armin Zola somewhere. I don't think it's uh, Sharon. I think Sharon is like going against the power broker. I think she's been funding Carly the whole time, or helping. Okay. 
Because uh, we just saw what she did in the last episode. She sent Bat Rock to go help her. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so do you think Val might be the, the the power broker then? I don't know enough about Val's character. She just came into this episode, and, and honestly, in the time she was in there, she really didn't do all that much. So not, not that I remember. I mean, but I got to go back and watch that episode. Well, so here, here's the thing. Supposedly, she was supposed to make her debut in Black Widow. Um, and obviously, oh. she was supposed to come out before this show. Um, how much of a background we get on her in Black Widow, I have no idea. Um, I do hope that once the show is over, at some point, they release the original version of this show without the edit and the original storyline, though. Yeah, I'm hoping we get that, too, because what I know it? that they were trying to stall releasing this show until Black Widow came out first, because that was what the whole entire holdup was. So they had to make a bunch of edits based on the fact that Black Widow didn't come out? No, so um, the major storyline or underlining storyline to this was that there's a virus going around that's killing people. The I can't oh, remember. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't know about this? Um, no, that hold, I did not know. What the fuck? Uh, okay, so hold on. Let me change earbuds. So the storyline goes that... Oh, um... So, there's a virus that's going out that I don't remember. I think it's a weaponized virus that's killing people. Um, in the second episode, when uh, Bucky and Sam fight uh, on top of the semis, if you remember, when Sa uh, Bucky went into the truck, he goes, oh, all it is is stolen vaccine. Those vaccines are for said virus, that they're taking it to back to the refugees and all that. And um, I can't remember the lady that dies in the show. Um, but she was supposed to have a bigger role, and she's supposed to be sick, and they're the ones that they're trying to save with the vaccines. Donya Maria? Yeah. Oh, Donya Maria. Like, she was a, like, she's like this huge actress that you never see. You only ever see her fucking dead um, because all her, uh, all her lines were cut because, again, it had to do with the virus. If you notice, there's a lot of edits where there's speech going on and it's just reactionary shots because it's just voiceover dubs that they have the redub lines. So they took it off uh, because obviously they felt that people were going to be too fucking sensitive uh, over the coronavirus thing. Um, that I guess it hit too close to home. So they took that whole virus part out of that, uh, out of the show. Wow, that's crazy. I um, I see why they did it, but damn, that puts a whole new spin on the whole series. But but the Super Soldier Serum was always supposed to be like the main. Yeah, everything else okay. was supposed to be there. Uh, U.S. Agent Walker, everything's the same. They just took out that subplot about the virus. All right, so it's not changing up too much. It's more like, oh, we can't get the medicine that these people need that are sick instead of, oh, there's a vaccine that we need for this disease. Um, yeah, so I, I would wish that eventually that we got an original release of the show with uh, the original uh, storyline and everything. Let's get off of Falcon and Winter Soldier and let's go into entertainment news. So, Juan, go ahead and take it away. Oh, wait. Uh, Can we talk about what? What, what other things we watched this week? Nah, just Winter Soldier. Uh, go ahead, Matt. 
Uh, me and my lady just started this new series on HBO Max called The Nevers. Have you guys heard about this one? Nah. I'll give you guys a little backstory to it. Basically, it's these um, two ladies are running like this orphanage for people called The Touched. And um, basically, they go out and they interview um, people that have um, quirks, basically, or abilities or things. Uh, usually, people just think they're crazy. But basically, they have little quirks and things that they do, little powers. Um, so they go and they they uh, find these people and they adopt them into their orphanage and they take care of them and whatnot. But basically, there's like this shady organization that's trying to get a hold of these people um, to try to figure out what makes them touched. So you have these two ladies that go around and um, one is like this crazy inventor chick and comes up with all these cool like high tech inventions. But they're like back in the 1886, like sometime like that. So um, it's kind of like a time period piece, but it has like some future tech stuff going on and some like supernatural kind of ability stuff going on. And the main girl has like uh, premonitions and things like that. So there's a lot of stuff going on and there's um, some pretty good action and fighting scenes and whatnot. Um, some car chasing, some uh, gunplay and stuff like that. So, um, so far we watched the first episode, decent decent first episode we're gonna watch it a couple more episodes and see what we think so i'll let you guys know a little bit later on whether it's worth you know diving into or not cool. all right so go ahead one take it away you didn't watch anything else kill no i've only been watching like Falcon winter soldier and that's about it man like i've just been hella busy over at work because uh other shit so i haven't had time for anything else all righty um, keeping on the Marvel track, um, did everybody watch the trailer uh, for Loki? The I believe it's the second trailer that debuted last week. Fuck what do you yeah. guys think? Fucking dope. I'm hella juiced for this series, dude. Yeah, it's probably the series that I was most looking forward to um, when they all got announced. Uh, what do you think, Matt? This is the one series that no matter how like much I see of it, I have no idea what's going to happen in this series. So... I'm looking forward to it, and I have no expectations. So it's probably going to be a, a hit for me when it when I do see it. But like, like I said, I have no like idea where this is really going to be like going. So I just, I guess, I'm just going to hang on for the ride and see where it takes us. All righty. Um, moving on, uh, we got a new uh, trailer for Ghostbusters. Um, what is it with Paul Rudd ending up somewhere? doing something with Baskin Robbins. Is that going to be a thing now? Every movie he has to be associated with Baskin Robbins at some point. <laughs> oh yeah, cuz he did that shit with Ant-Man, huh? Cuz he worked Yeah. Baskin, Baskin Robbins, Robbins no. Yeah, that's funny. That so this, was more of a, this was more of a teaser, no, not a trailer? Or was it a Well, trailer? it was a it was a whole little mini Stay Puffs thing and then it went into a trailer, didn't it? I don't remember, but I just know that the mini stay puffed. They're fucking cute, bro. Fucking cute. With them committing suicide? <laughs> Killing each other? <laughs> so you guys both enjoyed it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, excited? Um, Not excited about movie? Stream it? Watch it in the theater? I want to see this in Probably the theater. Stream. Okay. I'm excited for this. All Apparently, right. I from what I... I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but I think I heard that uh, we might get quite a few, some good cameos from um, some of the original Ghostbusters. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay. 
Well, I mean, that would always be nice, passing the mantle. Yeah, seeing like Winston and uh, Peter and Ray again would be nice, even though we can't get Egon on screen, unfortunately. They didn't get this going fast enough, but uh, it'll be nice to see the guys again, even if... Uh, even oh, if even Go if uh, even if Peter doesn't want to do it, <laughs> reluctantly. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get Egon in like pictures or old footage or like you know home video footage or whatever. Maybe a book he wrote or something. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll get him in some sort of way. Yeah. Um, moving along, um, I know we got a whole bunch of Hasbro figures dropped last week. Uh, including the movie Snake uh, Eyes movie figures that were supposed to have already come out and were delayed, but now also we also have a release date for the movie, July twenty third, twenty twenty one. What are you guys' feelings about this? Um, I'm I'm looking forward to the movie. Um, I want to see how the designs look in the movie as opposed to figure form. I think they'll look a lot better on screen than they do on the plastic that we saw revealed at Hasbro Fan Fest. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the movie. We haven't seen a, a good G.I. Joe movie in a long time. So, so uh, if these are better than the last ones we got, then uh, you know it's something to look forward to. Jeez, somebody has a party going on. Um, I'm, I'm really interested, and I can't wait, man. And uh, they made the announcement that we're going to be getting it uh, getting the movie July twenty third, twenty twenty one. So I think that's pretty fucking dope, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. Let's do this thing. Okay, uh, so you guys are all on board, uh, Matt. You kind of want to see a trailer first, correct? Uh, no, I'll watch it regardless. Regardless, okay. Yeah, I just want to. Uh, I just want to see how. I just I'm curious to see how the designs look in that. How it translates. Yeah, exactly. Because the uh, I don't think the plastic version does justice to what they're actually going to look like on screen. Okay, sounds good. Uh, next up, I believe me and Gil talked about this uh, a couple months ago on uh, what's the issue or spec deck or whatever the hell we were calling it when we did this issue. Uh, but Netflix uh, live yep. action Gundam. Um, the only Gundam I've ever watched is Gundam Wing. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched any other uh, versions of it. Uh, is this on your must-watch or pass list? I'm going to watch it. I'll give it a chance. Um, I'm assuming that they're going to go with the original RX-78, the original Gundam. That's what it seems like, and that's what most of the articles have is like the artwork. So, okay, I'll take a look at it. I've actually never watched that anime series, and just like one, I started off with Gundam Wing. That was my original introduction into Gundam. Uh, what about you, Matt? I've been watching the Netflix um, anime adaptations like uh, Bleach and Attack on Titan. And even if they're not that good, I'll still get them watched that way. They keep making them. So I'll definitely watch this Gundam one. And most likely it's going to be mostly politics. And we'll get like maybe 20 minutes of Gundam's fighting. So <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully it'll be more Gundam's fighting than people so i don't know let's just cross our fingers for that i'm all about the giant mech fights let's do it all right so we're all on board for that one uh next up we have some dc uh dc uc uh news or casting um for the movie that seems like it's never come is this for shazam or black adam do you remember gil um, I thought it was Shazam. yeah. Black it's supposed Adam. to be black. Ad- I, it's supposed to be Black Adam. I think I accidentally put Shazam. 
for the movie that we've had casted for about five years now and haven't seen a damn thing for. Um, Lucy hey, Liu The Rock said that we're going to get something. The Rock said it, that we're going to get something yeah. next week. In okay. the article, in the article I have, it says she, uh, she's cast for Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Oh, okay. So it is Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. Because I think you said it was Black Adam, right? Yeah, I thought it. I thought it was Black Adam. Well, okay. maybe I was wrong. My mistake. My bad. Um, it's okay. This is from like six days ago, but uh, this is from Variety. Okay. Uh, do you have any other news on that uh, that you wanted to add, Matt? Yeah, she'll be. Um, she'll be. I don't know if you already said this, but she'll be um, coming in as the villain Calypso, the sister of the character Hispera. Good casting, sure. bad casting. Okay. You guys like her? No, like her? Um, I like her because I, I really, I like the way she was. Um, I like the way she was a villain in Kill Bill. She did a really good job in that movie, so I think she could be a really good uh, villain in this movie. Okay, I just like her freckles. You say you dislike or you do like? I said I like her freckles. Okay, I'm a freckles man. Okay, deal, yay or nay. She's cute. I'm done with it. All right. I candy for Gil. Uh, last up on the list, I know you guys are excited because I think everybody in the show has watched this except for me. Uh, Warrior has been approved for season three. Hell yeah. It's going to be made by HBO Max, right? Yes. and Because it was originally a Cinemax um, exclusive, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And uh, HBO took over the property and they've been, you know, airing season one and two. And it's kind of been like a um, campaign to get a season three. And then uh, I even shared the petition. I signed the petition myself. So did Jade. Uh, I don't know if either one of you guys did, but definitely, man, like the fans made this shit happen. Nice, nice. We made this shit happen. The fans made it happen. So season three, I'm super hyped for. And, uh, Fucking give it to me, man. Juan, you really need to check out this series, man. I think you would like it. You said it's on Showtime? HBO. 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 So it started off as Cinemax, but now it's HBO. So all uh, season one and two on HBO now. Yes, sir. I will put it on my to-do list. Holy crap, was that Already? And that's that's it. That's it for entertainment news. That's a wrap. I think that's record time, boys. Gotcha. All right. Well, this is a good place to end it. Um, Liz, so she ahead. can't get yelled at. Let's go ahead and end it. Damn you, Liz. Uh, one. Where She's going to come and beat me later. Yeah. Where can we keep up with you at? <laughs> As always, uh, every week here on the Geek Out Show and also on What's the Issue with Gil, uh, you can find me physically in my human form. Uh, Every day at Comic and Figure Addicts in Union City, California. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, uh, keyword CF Addicts, and our website, cfaddicts.co, where we put up pre orders weekly on all that good shit. Matt, where can they find you at? You guys can find me on Instagram at majorreaction underscore IG. Check out my YouTube so you can find the live interview of Jason from Spiro Toys on his successful Kickstarter. Animal Warriors of the Kingdom, the Primal Series. You guys can watch it live there, or you can listen to it on our podcast feed. So make sure to check out one or both and help support us. Um, make sure you guys rate, comment, subscribe over there to help us um, get some more viewers and um, you know get some more um, likes and stuff on the videos. So 
we can keep making our content, uh, not like we get paid for it or anything, but, you know, appreciation helps, so it goes a long way. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us this week. Um, Gil, where can we find you? Only at Black Hole Comics. No, of course, Black Hole Comics, and then, you know, a bunch of other shows um, that we put out here on the Geek Out Network. And uh, just special shout out over to the APA page, me, Ramos, Fett, and Carl. Keenan eventually will be making a comeback. He's just taking some time off. So shout out to all of them. And, you know, shout out to all of our guests that we've had featured lately, uh, special interviews uh, for live unboxings on the Instagrams, all that stuff. We have a lot more content coming. So stay tuned for that. How soon do we get the... Go Sorry, ahead. how soon do we get the um, the group chat with the um, Godzilla and Kong interview or uh, review? That's coming out tomorrow. Ooh, sizzle. Yeah, so that's coming out Monday. Until next time, make sure to stay geeked up and geek out.